to the No BS Short-Term Rental Podcast, an unfiltered look into the global vacation and short-term rental industry. I'm Mateo Bradford. And I'm John Stokinger. And this is our podcast. We bring the right people to the table at the right time, giving you an inside view and take on the short-term rental industry like no other podcast can. Good morning, Mateo. Good morning, John. How are oh, you? How are you? <laughs> Fantastic. I'm all right, man. I'm actually uh, I'm doing all right, man. I'm okay. I'm uh, I'm back in uh, in in San Francisco this week. Uh, crazy week out here for a memorial out here with family, but it's uh, it's been a good week, man. Um, being out in the Bay, you know, that's originally where I'm from, so I'm originally from San Francisco. So uh, lots of family out here. Her dad lives out here, uh, but out here with my mom to uh, to to come full circle, man. To uh, to put a, a a good friend and family member to rest and. So it's, it's been a good week, man, but I'm excited to get back into this, man. And uh, we got a great guest this week. I'm excited to dig in. Uh, I think we're going to have a really great conversation with uh, a unique and, and great personality in our industry um, that I hope we can share with the world today. Uh, it's going to be a good episode. I'm looking forward to it. I'm excited. Episode 22, yeah. man. We're, we're here. 22. Um, they're just chugging along. It's hard to believe we're knocking one out every week. Um, this week's pretty special for me. Um, wait, why is it special for you? I, I, I can't imagine no, 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 no. You don't even know what I'm saying. You. you don't even know what I'm going to say, but I'm going to go ahead and say it. Um, the most reason it's special is 20 years married tomorrow. 20th anniversary. See, I, I had some snarky. I was going to say, I know, I know you were. That's you why I totally killed it. You just, they just totally killed it. <laughs> So I, I'm pretty excited, um, but let's oh, congrats let. Congrats to you! Congrats to you and your better half, man. Like that is a huge. Yeah, congrats to her for putting up with me for day. twenty plus years. Well, that's exactly where I was going. Of course, like you know, that's what I was going to say. I mean, that's why I was led with the, your better half. Yeah. Part. Oh yeah. She she ups the no, ante. She's, she's ah, come on, man. You're harder than yourself. It's uh. I won't even dig into the kitchen, but you're you're a good man. You're, you're she's lucky to have you as well. So, but congratulations to you both, man. That's a that's a great milestone. Awesome. Well, let's go ahead and introduce our guests. We'll dive into that. We'll kind of talk about some other things. We'll sprinkle it in and here and there. I'm super yeah. excited for today's episode. Yeah, I am too. So this uh, this episode, we're going to dig into uh, this direct booking world, man, um, and and get into this conversation. I have a. Uh, so I had the pleasure of meeting um, during one of my trips across the pond. God, it seems like I, I always want to say, oh, this was last year. But damn, this is like two years ago now. This is almost going on like two years ago. Uh, so, you know, STR World, um, you have probably seen his posts on LinkedIn, my page, STR News. Uh, we got the, the one and only Damien Sheridan on our show today. Uh, and he is the bad, what I consider... <clears throat> When I think of the direct booking movement in, in the short-term rental, short-term accommodation, hospitality space, there are very few names that come to mind. Um, but this is one of the ones that is forefront uh, um, in, in terms of not just creating a movement, but actually really building something that's not just kind of like an industry fad. Like this is something he's building a, a true movement he's building momentum he's building a conference he's putting action behind this idea of you know the direct booking and, and the benefit that it has to really all the stakeholders uh the majority of the stakeholders in this space owners and managers um and one and only it's Daniel sheridan i'm not going to take too too long to introduce you man because i want you to introduce yourself to one of the things that we do in this space like my friends and my people i'm a little biased because I, I appreciate the work they do uh, and I think I think you're fascinating and, and our, through our conversations that we've been able to have, um, really learning about your story, how you got into this space and appreciating the momentum. Like when I met you, I was when I met and we were in Spain, I was still working for Rented at the time and, and was on the vendor side of the business. And, you know, in as we were just saying, kind of in this time lapse that, that we've seen, like a lot of transition has happened in it coming from the manager your side can I honestly say I didn't really appreciate why there was this huge push for the direct booking side until I really started you know getting my chops in the management side of the business and hands-on and really understanding 
why that that it's such an important aspect of the business um, to be able to run and operate effectively and, and without kind of the chains and tools of, I mean, without kind of the, the tethers uh, to certain kind of, I'll say pillars of our business that seem to be required for them to be successful or that narrative of that they're required to be successful today. So we're going to dig into this. I'm excited. Welcome, Damien. How are you, man? I'm good, guys. Thank you so much. What what a build up! Wow, I just I feel like this has been a snowball that's gone on for about five or ten minutes. I'm like, I can't I can't match up with this. This is amazing. Thank you so much, guys. And John, congratulations to you, my friend. That's uh, that's great news. So she's she's a very lucky woman. <laughs> yeah, yes, she is. <laughs> Thank you. Tell me we're to say that. that. We'll take that payment later, John. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, guys. Uh, wow. Yeah. Hey, I, I made it. Made it onto the. Uh, yeah. no, yes, I, I'm. I'm really honoured to be here. Um, and yeah, well. Wow, where do I start? Yeah, so Mateo, we met in Barcelona, yeah, two years ago. That That's crazy. Wow. Sometimes I don't even know if things are one year ago or three years ago or, or whatever, mm-hmm. but that was, yeah, I was at a conference and um, in Barcelona. And, you know, this, this is, it. you know, conferences are just coming back. We had our one last week, another one in London, yep. one in France. You, you guys in the US, you're, uh, you, you've got a few going on at the moment, Verma International yep. next week, I believe. So yep. exciting times. It's such a pleasure to be back out there meeting people again and uh, just 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 talking, just talking again, not not just to a screen. It's, it's such an amazing experience. So so I appreciate, you know, conferences. That's the, the probably the bigger picture at the moment rather than even trying to get leads or sales or anything like this. But um, yeah, so in terms of me, oof, where where do I start? I'll, I'll give you a start really at the good... beginning, brother. Where did how did you get into this space? I, w- yeah, I won't tell you what year I was born. Uh, I how did I get into this space? I um, so I am down in, in southern Spain at the moment. I have an apartment here that I bought off plan in two thousand and three. So pretty much been in the space since then. When I first rented out my property here, that same property, still cleaning this morning, and uh, and, and rent out so uh so that's what uh 18 years or so now i've been involved in space um and i think those of us who were in the space at that time kind of know a very different era uh, and one that wasn't completely dominated by about three or four big players and we're going to come on to this obviously in light of the uh the direct booking movement but it was it was a simpler time um it wasn't it wasn't the the industry wasn't as anywhere near as big as it, as it is now. You know, we didn't have this technology, the, the software, anything to help us. You know, I was still using print advertising. If, if anyone could even get their heads around that, uh, it was it was a different era. And all bookings were direct. You know, very few were were brought to you by any OTAs or anything like that. So, but look, Airbnb have changed the game, and um, I, you know, and I think you know. We're, we're probably going to discuss OTAs and, and what a, um, an amazing job they do. You know, I, I am not anti-OTA at all. Yeah. I think they provide a wonderful service. They're at the core of our, of our, of our whole offering, of our whole industry. Um, right. And I think, you know, the direct booking movement just, just plays alongside it. And uh, it just, uh, it's, it's something for people to look at as an alternative. So, but, so 18 years ago, you started this uh, with just renting one and then... And just re- and yeah. then that kind of got your 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 feet wet a little bit. And then where did it go from there? So in terms of direct bookings, um, I so let me actually I'll go back a little bit. Um, in by 2012, I was working in London uh, at a business travel uh, company, travel management. I was doing business development. I hated the job. I I was it was burning me out. I was traveling. Three hours a day. I was. It was a corporate rat race. Just, just a horrible job that I didn't enjoy. And I thought there's got to be more to life than this. Uh, I guess you know there's probably quite a few of us and quite a, some of your listeners who uh, will be able to relate to that. Um, and I just thought, hey, what what can I do um, that actually is going to be a bit meaningful? Um, and at the time, I'd been working on some websites, business travel websites, and I thought, let's let's try and get a grasp of SEO. And you know, SEO was a very different game then as well but how to rank websites. Yeah. And this is something I was starting to do with some of my uh, the, the companies I worked for. 
So I just threw myself into that for the next two years to try and build myself a bit of a niche in terms of SEO for vacation rentals, which is effectively what happened uh, for the ne- and which is what I still do. I work with property management companies on their SEO, so their organic ranking, how to right. feature higher yeah. on search engines, primarily Google. And um, so it was really about three years ago, whilst working with some clients, where they some of them asked me, "Hey, can you help us with some branding? You know, can you help us with some social media marketing?" And I said, "No, I can't no. do that. <laughs> that's not that's not what I do." Um, but I know some people. You know, I had a decent network. I know some people who can. And that really just sparked a little idea in my head to think, is there an opportunity to bring people together in the form of an event or in the form of some platform or something like this where we can all help each other as part of a community? So, yeah, so that, you know, again, in some ways that feels like it was six months ago. Other ways it looks like it feels like it was right six years ago. Uh, it's been so crazy over the last while. Uh, but, really, you know, uh, a summary of that, is that 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 kind of led to the idea of the book direct show, which we've had three um, volumes of now, two in person and one online. And really the whole premise is just helping property management companies, owners, um, B&B managers, et cetera, just really get a a grasp of how they can potentially, possibly get more, generate more direct bookings and, and just reduce that reliance on, three or four big players we all know their names the ones who dominate the industry uh, and who pretty much take all the money um that that's out there yeah speaking of um one of those maybe not, i'm not one of the bears now but you know i'm well first actually before we get to that let's your conference the the book direct show most recent just happened what, a week and a half ago yeah. i mean it just yeah. happened and it was the was it the first of three yeah. But, you so, know, so, and because I know I have uh, colleagues here in the US that, that came over and they were boom, boom, boom. They were just, <laughs> just nonstop for a week and a half. And I was like, wow, I, I had definitely some fear of missing out. I was, I was, I was bummed I wasn't there. You know, um, with that said, you know, t- tell me about or tell us about the, you know, the, the conference. Uh, I know why, what I get excited about going to a show and, and, you know, it's just that camaraderie. It's the talking. It's the, it, it, it isn't necessarily meeting with the vendors, but, you know, that's, there's some positive to that. Um, and as a vendor, you know, <laughs> that's hard for me to even say, but it, it's more, it's deeper than it. Tell me about your, the conference and, and what the vibe was and, and, and everyone's reception of it. So we had three uh, conferences in Europe last, uh, last week, week before last. Oh, my head spinning. I can't, uh, <laughs> just, just a short while ago. Uh, so we had the Book Direct show um, in London at Tobacco Dock, followed by a day later at the same venue, the Short Stay Summit, which was part of the Short mm-hmm. Stay show previously. And we had the Vacation Rental World Summit, Antonio's uh, event, which was yeah. in Annecy in France. So all in the same week, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday. So a lot of people were traveling to each uh, and we had a lot of people coming from the US as well. And uh, it was it was so great. Um, it was, you know, people were excited to see each other again after so long, you know, two years. Um, it was it was it was just it was pretty, you know, it was quite joyous at times. And, uh, you know, there were a lot of sponsors uh, and vendors at all three events. But I think, you know, it wasn't necessarily for them at this the first time out uh, about selling and, and, you know, getting leads. It was more just about being there. Yeah. Uh, you know, yeah, a bit of brand awareness, but just just seeing people again and just that positivity uh, in mind was was I think this this time out was more important than anything else. Um, now, thing is, at, at our conference, we pride ourselves very heavily upon the content that we produce. Right. And we, we spend many months deliberating, myself and Deborah, this is Deborah Labby, right. uh, we, we spend many months on, you know, communicating with, with potential speakers, the speakers who actually uh, do get confirmed about what they're going to speak about. Is it, you know, how, how relevant is it to generating direct bookings, et cetera? So there's a lot of time and effort that goes into this. Uh, but at the same time, we knew you know, hands up that probably meeting people, meeting each other again was going to be more important than learning, uh, you know, that the educational value. So we had all of the, the talks recorded. So everyone's got, uh, you know, access to those thereafter. 
Um, but it was it was great. It, you know, it was really it was fun. It was fun to see each other again. And I, I think that, you know, that's the most probably important message um, of the week. Next year will probably be different. You know, we hope travel is going to open up much more. It's great that you know, Europeans can, as of next month or early November, I think, travel yeah. to the US again. So, uh, so we hope, you know, uh, travel is going to be freer next year and we can all see each other again. I can meet you two guys again at some point in 2022. Absolutely. And, Absolutely. Yeah, it, Absolutely. It's, that's, that's awesome. That's, the, uh, did you, uh, I don't know where I was going with this. Do you, like when I went to our first real decent sized conference that we went to was DARM uh, data <laughs> uh, revenue management conference in, in uh, where was that? That was in Charleston. Charleston, thank you, thank you. Um, so that that was a pretty great show. But I mean, the biggest thing for me in was was getting there. It was on top of the camaraderie and just like and it was like, oh man, we weathered this storm. Yeah, you yeah. know. And there's that overall like there's still a lot to do. There's still a lot you know further to go. Um, and there's so much learning to you know the, you know I noticed that on top of just you know getting together, there was a ton of learning because the world has changed so much in this yeah. year and a half, two years, that even if you didn't really want to, you know, the main point of view going was to just kind of meet up and, and do that. There's a lot of learning that happened because there was so much new. Um, and, you know, how do, how are we handling this? You know, I'm not, and, you know, we've talked about this in previous, uh, previous podcasts is, you know, the shortage of workers. And I'm not sure if in, in Spain, you're, you're running into the, in, in Europe in general, you're running into the same problems we are having here in the U.S., but the shortage of housekeepers and, and, and just anyone willing to go ahead and work. And a lot of it was our government going ahead and throwing a ton of money at people to not work and to stay home. Um, you know, but is, was that an issue, you know, in, you know, did you see that as an issue in, you know, in the past year and a half or, or is that ne not necessarily such a, a thing over, over across the pond? Yeah, it's absolutely an issue. Yeah. Big problem. Cleaning, especially and short-term rentals mm -hmm. here in Europe. It's a, it's a major problem for companies who have got a number of properties, you know, 30, 40, 50 plus. It's a real problem now whereby they actually are trying to hold back on their inventory. They can't push it out as much as, as they can because of the lack of, of cleaning out there. So mm. yeah, big, big problem. Just to follow up on what you were saying, John, in terms of, you know, we've weathered the storm. Uh, I just, obviously I've worked with people and I know there are people who actually haven't weathered this storm, sadly. Yep. I think yeah. we should you know, yeah, give them all I a big shout important. out as well because Absolutely. people have had to, you know, change jobs, move into new things. And it's been, uh, you know, it's been tough in a way that I can't imagine for some people. So uh, whilst, you know, there's a celebration here for, for us and for those who have made it, you know, I think we always should should remember those who haven't, you know, hey, they haven't passed away or anything like that, but it's these have been tough times. So, um, yeah, big shout out to no, everyone. No, great point. Absolutely great uh, point. I mean, it's, you know, with the consolidation and, and needing to find a new work and, and the layoffs and the, it was, it's been rough and, you know, depending on your market, you know, you know, we, we've talked about this a lot, you know, the Eastern seaboard here in the U S and anywhere in the drive to destination just exploded. Um, mm -hmm. But those that were, you know, landlocked and, you know, those that couldn't, you know, Hawaii had struggled here in the U.S. for for a long time. How well the Caribbean is still struggling. You know, depending on you know in Europe, you know, there's lots of areas. You know, when you're where you're not able to cross borders and all your all of your um, all your travel is you know interstate. You know, like or intercountry, you can't really. They're all staycations. Um, so you know, and how do you pivot from that? And how do you go ahead and and you know market and do all the different things in. If, if all your eggs were in that international travel basket, uh -huh. you're in a much harder situation. Yeah, yeah. That's it's a really good point, all your eggs being in one basket, because I think, you know, and this probably uh, teases up quite nice, nicely for this conversation about OTAs, yeah. because a lot of people right. do have those three or four eggs in that basket, and they rely yeah. on that for everything. And I think, you know, as, as of last March 2020, when we realized, you know, I can and I can say this on this podcast. Oh shit! You know we are yeah. we are in trouble here because they 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 everything's you know the availability challenges are are done. Right. All we're doing is refunding. You know I I've, I've worked with a couple of companies and you know one or two who went, who went under, but the, 
all they were doing was processing refunds for two months and had to bring in staff to do this. You know, that's, you know, that's really, really tough. Uh, yeah. so it's something that I, yeah, I will never forget, you know, and uh, just, just seeing that, the, just how, how, it's hard to even, it's hard to even describe, but how, how brutal the process was for, for so many people. Um, so yeah, always mindful of that. Anyway, have, having to hire, <laughs> yeah. having to hire to go ahead and figure out how to refund to lose more money. Mm-hmm. Um, it's can you I imagine. Yeah. imagine. Yeah. yeah. But um, hey, here we are. You know, as you say, those of us who have been fortunate enough to get through it, here we are. Mm-hmm. We're in a good place, and we've had, you know, especially in Europe, and I've I've seen the data to back this up. Uh, we've had the time to work on our businesses and to explore new avenues, new routes to bookings, you know, Mm -hmm. perhaps at a time when people thought, Hey, you know, this actually, this is not sustainable. What if this happens again, this could easily happen again, or there could be some other uh, disease, some other, you know, ash cloud volcanoes, something that could uh, change the world. So we have to be mindful of that. And we have to think, right, we need plan B's, C's and D's. Um, and the book direct movement is a big part of that and ways yeah. just to explore how we can regain and two words I always say control and independence the, the biggest two mm-hmm. words as, as the as part of the direct booking movement it's retaining that that control and independence over our own business because after all it's it's not Airbnb's book uh, business it's not booking.com it's not Expedia's business it's ours and I think we're all a bit guilty of forgetting that sometimes um in in the pursuit of uh of of transactions you know yeah. and uh, yeah. and we also forget about guests that we, we just look at figures we look at numbers we 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 listen out for that ching coming in all you know several times a day and we you know there's there's more to to building our own business than that 100 percent. you know without guests and without homeowners you got nothing um right. you know and those are those are unfortunately those are the two things that are the most important and they are the first to get off the importance list when when we're talking about increasing revenue. And you know, and and again, revenue. We've had this conversation before. Isn't necessarily it's profitability is what we should be looking at. Um, but you know, you know, I, I think it always comes back to looking at your roots and looking at you know what why you why you built what you built why you're doing what you're doing. You know, I love the control and independence. I wrote that down actually. I, I think it's it's great and. Um, I mean, talk to talk to us about, you know, you're talking about this direct, you know, the, the book direct movement here. And, you know, and we're and we've talked about putting all the eggs in one basket here. So talk about diversifying your it's not necessarily your portfolio, but diversifying how you're you're putting it out there and how you, you know, we we, we talked about OTAs here. You know, how do you suggest? And this isn't a trips or trip. Uh, uh, this isn't a tips or tricks podcast. But you know, I, I still think that there's some valuable information here for someone that is leading or one of the leaders of this movement. What is a good mix in in your eyes? And you know, if you were and for your business, if you had to go ahead and use OTAs, you know, what where would you like to go? How would you like to cut them off? Is there a way when you'd like to cut them off? I'd love to hear your thoughts on this. Well, look, I, I don't think anybody, anybody in their right mind should be looking to cut OTAs out of their business. That's that's right. highly irresponsible. And uh, you are going to be hit financially. You know, uh, the impact of that is going to be pretty serious. They do too much. They have such huge power with their, within our business. And, you know, which is not necessarily a bad thing. They, you know, um, the likes of Booking.com spend billions every year on pay-per-click. You know, they are out there trying and sometimes it's, you know, they can have some kind of strategies which aren't necessarily fair. But nevertheless, they do spend a lot of money to get the eyeballs to get bookings our way. So they they do. They provide an amazing service and they provide us with bookings. So, hey, who who doesn't want that? You know, we all we all want that. However, for me, the direct booking movement uh, and I must say, actually, I did not start this movement at all. I have to put my hands up here. I just, I'm just helping this movement right. uh, you know, push along. Uh, Amy yeah. Highnote, I give her, you know, big shout out to yeah. Amy Highnote. She started the Amy. book direct day and she's yeah, yeah. really got people's head around it, this idea. And I, all I'm doing is just 
helping that that uh, that idea push a little bit forward. Um, but for me, you know what? There's no there's no optimal mix. Um, I, I was speaking at a panel at the Short Stay Summit about this, and uh, there's no there's no optimal mix. For some people, it might be 99% OTA bookings, 1% direct, and that's fine. So long as you you have an awareness of a, do you actually want to try and get direct bookings? For some people, it doesn't work. You know, some people don't want to, to take payment themselves. So it's much right. easier to use Airbnb or a platform. And that's fine. You know, whatever works for you um, is, is the important thing. But for those of us who perhaps are, you know, maybe you might have five or 10 properties when this starts to become a full-time job or you, you know, you're working in a, as a, in a property management company, then it's got to be an option. And it's got to be something to be considered to to in terms of milestones as well it's you know it could be it could be 5% you know quite often we're looking at an average of between 10 and 20% uh, direct bookings from uh, that property managers generate which is still pretty small there's a, there's huge room room for improvement here but there's no right or wrong answer i think it's really just exploring that there is there are avenues out there. There are so many strategies that we, we can all undertake just to, to help ourselves. You know, we don't have to rely upon the few uh, booking platforms. Yeah, and there's so many easy things. You know, you, you asked me perhaps about some, some easy little tips potentially we can do. We, we you know, the majority of, of your listeners will have had um, previous bookers, previous guests. The, these are the easiest guests to get back to your property, you know, are that you low hanging fruit? Such yeah. low hanging fruit. Yeah. I mean, it's basically yeah. just here. Yeah. Uh, you know, all you, you know, we, but communication people, you know, a lot of smaller companies potentially are not liaising with those guests enough. We're not telling them, you know, what's going on. You know, are, uh, do we know why they came in the first place? You know, are they, have, were they there for an anniversary, for a birthday? Do they have a, their little, pet Fido with them you know right. all these are all things that we can keep uh keep a track of in our database and know and keep in contact in re- regular contact it doesn't even need to be every week or two it can just be once a month or whatever but make sure you're speaking to them these are the ones who will come back and these are the easiest guests to please so things like this really easy uh, Google My Business is a free uh, pr- platform as well to use to to highlight and get your your brand across uh, on search engines. Uh, well, on Google, um, there there are so many free things that we can be doing to help ourselves. It doesn't even need to involve a lot of money. And uh, this this is these are the things that I I highlight to say: look, explore them at least. If they're for you, they're for you. If they're not, they're not. Right. And I think I think that's one of the things that you you just put out there. I think is very important to kind of bookmark all of this. Right? Is this movement is about empowerment of, of people's business? You know, when even even myself, when I first you know would talk to Debbie and Amy or you, and we would have conversations around like talk, how do, how does this even work? Right? Like because when you think of Book Direct in, in the concept of direct booking from a strategic business you know, viewpoint, it makes sense, right? You know, the more you can control the flow that comes into your business, control your interaction with your customer, and and ultimately that transaction, you know, ideally, you know, in in, in fantasy world, right, everyone would want 100% direct bookings, right, with no middlemen. But that's just not the way that the world works. Our industry works within that space. And I, I, I'm glad to hear, you know, it kind of comes from you because a lot of people, you know, like to get behind the OTAs and rant and rave. Ah, we don't need them. We don't want them. Like, we hate the rules. But it's like, mm, God, yeah, we do need them. Um, they are partners within this space. Um, and, you know, the reality is they drive a humongous portion of of revenue for our business. Uh, and for some people and some managers, hosts and others. That is, they are the drivers of their business solely. Um, but, you know, being able to, I, I've always, and what I've come to think around direct strategy, both as someone who manages now and, and, and also, you know, someone who looks at how this plays into the industry is this is a revenue management play, but it's also a strategic business play. And the, what you really do in this movement is empower managers, hosts, and others to kind of roll into the narrative that that we've been seeing this the industry transform into is the professionalization of this space 
how you interact, how you grow your business, using all tools available and essentially doing everything that was within your power to service your guests and to grow and drive your business. And that's what I see your movement doing, giving people tools, saying, hey, you know, this isn't the only way. You know, we do understand that this is core and essential to your business today. But here are some other things that you can do in this space that you do actually have control around, that you do actually, uh, you know, and, and John and I say, yeah, we don't do the tips and tricks on this show. But like a lot of what you guys can provide within that space is, hey, these are the things that have worked for other managers or other people in your in this space like you that consistently grow this aspect of their business. Yeah. And I think that's hugely important because I think prior I haven't seen that as a as a central core organized voice, you know, within our industry. And it, it it's getting louder and louder. Amy's screaming it, you guys are screaming it. Now we have conferences arounding it, and there's this momentum building um around this concept of we'll just say business owners and and people who are running businesses to be able to have the tools and, and strategy to do it more effectively. And, and and it's going to be super interesting now coming out of this pandemic as to, you know, what people have done. You know, we see that there's been a lot. We've, we've seen the ups and downs. We've seen, you know, markets that have had a lot of success and we've seen others that have struggled. And I think we're going to learn a lot from people, you know, as we get back together. Hey, how did you do this? How did this work for you? You know, how did, how was this time for you? Um and, you know, that was it's a long way of getting into kind of my, my a question I wanted to ask you was just what, what was that feedback? What did you hear when you when you started getting back together um, and you started really driving, you know, uh, the, driving the movement again? What what were what were the what, what was the feedback from people? What were they wanting to know? What you know, is there a common question like that people are coming and saying, hey, this is something we're really struggling with. I think John brought up like personnel and HR and, and, and getting the, you know, and getting the ops right on the ground. But was there something that you saw or a common theme that, that um, you know, the participants and managers were, were talking about um, in terms of their businesses that really uh, stood out to you? The biggest question on the day was probably, where's the bar? I think people were so excited. Rightly so. Um, yeah. You know, the thing is, you, you highlighted a really important phrase there, Matteo, in things that are within our power. And there are so many things that we, as the Book Direct show, Book Direct Network, uh, myself and, and Deborah and others are trying to just let people know and realize that there are so many things that are actionable and, and actually quite easy to do. SEO is not one of them. You know, I'm an SEO. I work with with uh, property management companies. It takes months and years of uh, and a lot of technical know-how. It's not one of those things. However, there are many very actionable strategies that we can all undertake. And I think it's really just seeing when property management companies get that and they can kind of see, hey, yeah, I can do that. Um, I can easily do that. And, and I never would have even thought about that. These are the golden moments you kind of think, hey, there's, there's not just one, two or three things. There are, there are hundreds of things that we can do to generate more direct bookings. Um, and that go, that's in line with, you talk about professionalization. This is a major thing now. We, we all need to, our guests to, to see us in the right light. And because otherwise they're, not, they're never gonna come back. Repeat bookings is one of the biggest uh, drivers of, of direct bookings. This is how, you know, it's, to, to get a booking over the line over an OTA is extremely difficult, you know, and, and I yeah. think it's an assumption from a lot of people think, yeah, we can do that. We, we can get the direct booking straight in our, off our website. It's really, really difficult. However, when you get that booking in um, from an OTA, you know, really the onus is on you. If that guest is coming back to stay with you, you need to let yeah. them know why they need to stay with you again. Uh, we, we had um, a great talk by Chris Taylor uh, of Get, um, Get Your Guide. Um, Guess Who Guide? Guide. Sorry, Guess Who Guide. Guess yeah, guide. Yeah. Right. Uh, and he he mentioned a statistic about how 80% of people within two months will have forgotten where they stayed, the, the name of their brand. Uh, and then, you know, mm. they're going to go back to Airbnb or Booking or Expedia. Um, so these are the, you know, these are the things we need to highlight. We need people 
as property management uh, management companies to remember that we have to get our brand across. And even if that is just making sure you've got a nice, you know, some business cards within your home, just to remind people of your brand with a 10% off next time, right. uh, you know, or something just to re- remind them of, of your service when they leave. Uh, follow-up yeah. emails, for right. example. I mean, for uh, me personally, for someone that hasn't been, I've never been a property manager. I've always, I've worked in the space, but I've, I so I, I I've never worn those shoes. But I I sold a um, until <laughs> this week. Um, I've been selling a uh, a top uh, property manager software here in the U.S. Uh, track. Um, and the biggest thing when I'm talking to property managers, and in in my and, and this isn't necessarily an assumption, but from my understanding that having the ability to to if you want to go ahead and get direct bookings and it's really important to you is to utilize and that CRM and to utilize the email marketing campaigns and own that guest. And so having a CRM that ties directly into the property management software. And if you want to do good direct bookings and you have more than 10 properties, you need to have a solid property management software. I mean to in 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 an amazing website and 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 have this like seamless integration between you know the the uh, the booking engine the the website and the property manager software but utilizing those email marketing campaigns and it could be a constant contact it could be a mailchimp or it could be an integral one using them to go ahead and 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 empowering your whoever if it's if you're a host and you're you're answering the phone or you're replying to emails capturing sending out forms capturing that information under you mentioned it earlier damien understanding hey you know why were you here was it a girls weekend was it a golf outing was it your anniversary when's your birthday you know understand these guests and then touch them at a minimum six months prior to when they booked the year before yeah. you know if or they're you know something that's really important yeah when did they book before that's when they're going to be booking again you know yeah, there absolutely. are absolutely that we can work and, on. and then and then start start keeping track of that you know that in in july they come did they do a family outing right but in september the husband and his boys they do a golf outing so go ahead and annotate this, capture it. And if you have a good CRM that goes ahead and you own this, and then you can go ahead and curate email marketing campaigns that not only drives them to repeat book, but upcharge them, <laughs> get them to stay in that nicer place. Go ahead and like own your guests. And, and there's so many, and again, we're getting into tips and tricks again, but it, it's really is important and it's that easy. It's if you're empowering your staff or yourself to go ahead and really like understand who your guest is, it's that easy to get them to come back. Yeah. And you know what's what's really important with that is you don't necessarily need to be discounting prices as well. When you when you've got your brand across, when your guest knows you, uh, or when you've provided a really good service, you know you don't have to say to them necessarily ten percent off next time or anything. You know you've you've, no. you've got them then, and you know that's I think one of the assumptions with with a direct booking movement is that we need to yeah we have the best price. That should always be the way. Uh, we shouldn't be undercut by OTAs, but we don't have to vastly reduce our prices to, as a, in a race to the bottom to try and get those bookings. And I think if, you're, if our previous guests understand the quality of our brand, of our service, of us, you know, us as people, this is something right. I always say, like, don't forget to let them know that we're, we're real people here. It's not just a faceless organization. Show them who you are. Show them your about us page. Show them some pictures. You know, do some video. Uh, let them know that you're real people because we we love that. People love people. We we want to know that we're staying in a legitimate, authentic, you know, we're, we're, and a and a kind and friendly company. And let let them know that. Give yourself a better chance. Absolutely. Mm. Absolutely. Um, we so as. The Book Direct Show, we, we had a, a panel um, this year, which was kind of driven by me. We, we, had, we had four, four panellists talking about inclusivity as well within, uh, within mm. the short-term rental industry. And Mateo, you and I have kind of had a few emails back and forth about this on LinkedIn, but this is something that I really do want to, to stress to a lot of people out there, the, the, the importance of, of your potential guests knowing how, how inclusive you are as a, as a as a company as an owner that your doors are open to everyone 
And whilst right. you know, we, uh, hands up, a lot a lot of us will say, "Well, everyone, we may we may not want a group of eighteen year old guys turning up over a weekend." You know, we all have some kind of bias, but yep. in, but let people know that we are we are embracing. And uh, you know, as uh, myself, I, I have encountered um, quite a bit of prejudice on on some of the major platforms when when trying to book, and uh, and I know it's it's only because of one reason. Um, and, and for those who 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 are who are just listening to this, I have darker skin. Right. That, that would be the reason. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, <clears throat> you know, there, there are people who who you know from the from the gay community as well. There are people who have perhaps uh, you know s- surnames of a, of a certain origin. There are people you know women. There are so many cultures, demographics, people out there who are marginalized. And I think we it's 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 a really important thing for us to make sure that our guests, our potential guests know that, you know, whoever they are, they are welcome. And uh, you can't get that across on an OTA. And that's that's a little opportunity for us all as property managers. So, you know, these are one of the, the many, the myriad of, of strategies that we're trying to, to help uh, PMCs with. But that's, uh, that's just a little thought to throw out there. No, I absolutely love that. And, and it's a great uh, you know, segue into, you know, we're, we're talking about diversity and we're talking about inclusion. Um, it's a great segue. I just want to go ahead and m- mention, you know, next week, um, starting, shoot, less than a week from now on Sunday, you know, at Verma International, um, we the the dec- uh, diversity and inclusion subcommittee of um, is putting on a is putting on a workshop, a, a boot camp of sorts on on that Sunday, uh, two to five. Is that correct, Mateo, in San Antonio? Yeah. So so whoever is, uh, and I'll let you know Mateo talk about the 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 speaker. But you know, we have a great a great guest coming. Where I'm I'm arriving on Saturday. Um, and you know, so that Sunday afternoon, we're going to go ahead and do that. And then on Tuesday, uh, truly Mateo and I are co-modering, uh, diversity and inclusion, continuing the discussion, a, a panel at Verma. Um, and we have amazing guests, you know, on the myriad of, of, you know, with people of color, um, we have, you know, um, LBGTQ, uh, I mean, the, the whole panel is absolutely amazing. And we're, we're going to go ahead and continue that discussion. We started over a year and a half ago now, truly. It's been that yeah. long that we started all this. And it's kind of what spurred everything, um, at least for on the Verma side of things, to, to kind of bring recognition to what should have been brought recognition to years and years and years ago, well, for, since the beginning. Um, but unfortunately, it hasn't. So we're, we're super stoked to, to actually get that recognition um, and I want, you know, Mateo can jump in about it and truly I, let's talk about it a little bit, Damien, and Damien as, as well, you know, have you personally, you know, you've talked about, you know, the color of your skin, but have you been, have, you know, you said that, you know, for booking, you, you, you've been, um, had some issues, um, but, you know, can you talk about that a, a little bit or, you know, or, or other people or know that you've, you've run into and communicated with? Yeah, sure. I have no problem talking about that yet. So, um, for example, uh, in the days when when Airbnb, when you made a reservation, you, your picture was available for the for the host to see. Prior to them changing changing that uh, procedure, I had um, a couple of reservation requests uh, rejected, um, only for to see the availability calendar then change to be uh, back open, like just a couple of hours later, and even for my partner to inquire and then and she has light skin to be told yep no problem you can book uh, which is you know oh, which is shit. quite which is quite um you know it's it's hard to even attribute a word to it you know whether it's humiliating demoralizing just or vexing you know or every every emotion and and there are thousands of people that go through this you know and it's it's you know it could just even be their surname you know i know, I know people who've got certain surnames and, you know, sometimes people ask, oh, do you speak English? I'm like, yeah, right. just, what? Yeah. You know, these, these are the questions, uh, these are the, the things that people, the obstacles that people come across. And I think um, it's just worth highlighting to, to the, the thousands of property managers out there that there are 
marginalized people out there and just just let them know have a few icons you know on on your website or just have an inclusion page or something to the effect of, mm-hmm. of letting your prospective guests know hey whoever you are you're welcome and we, we you know we we were it's not a uh, it's not a, about tolerance it's about actually fully embracing your right. guest um and uh, yeah Robert, you know, and I, yeah, I think that starts with tolerance, though, too. Like at the end of the day, it is about tolerance and it is about why it's important to your business. And, you know, as John mentioned, we're doing this whole boot camp to, you know, continue the conversation and continue the and, and continue education. Um, because what we found out is I don't think a lot of people understand, you know, until they hear stories like yours and, or they hear, you know, other stories of, of discrimination and, and other things that that you know, exist in our world and, and their guests experience, um, you know, some, some more frequently than others, but that, that they do experience. And also knowing that, that again, when we talk about control, right. And we talk about the things that we can control as business owners and, and as, you know, professionals in this space, it is being aware of that and understanding that what you do has effect, what you don't do also has an effect. And and being, you know, conscious and kind of it's 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 almost like having the emotional intelligence for your business to step back and look and and really look at not what you think you're projecting and what you think you're doing, but actually what you're doing or not doing and the effect that that may have on your guests in your business. And so, you know, we're driving conversation. But, you know, this is this is why these conversations are so important. That's why these you know, this boot camp is important. That's why our panel is important, because you know, you're not only kind of showing people why, but then you're giving them resources, tools and tips and tricks on that side to be able to <laughs> not here, not on the show, but like, but th- no, but you are giving them the resources. Cause again, like people may be say, Oh, wow, I never knew this. Or, Hey, you know, this is something that I want to make sure that I am doing for my business, but they may not know how, or they may not, you know, understand how to do it effectively and so i think as a as an industry and as a community that for us to be able to come together and truly represent hospitality which is all welcoming which is about the guest regardless of of kind of you know their identifiers um but creating a welcoming space you know that is also good for your business um right at the end of the day so so no, I think that I think that's hugely important, and you know we're going to continue that conversation. I think as the world opens back up, um, you know, Damien, we want to definitely expand um, in terms of our outreach around DEI in our in- industry because it's not just a, a U.S. thing; this is a global issue, um, and you know, it's it's conversations that we should be having across the pond. We should be having here. We should be having you know holistically and continuously having um, if we're really you know, committed to, you know, making this an inclusive space for all and identifying that, hey, it's not today. Um, and we identify that. Um, and we're working to change that. And, you know, I think as well, this has become, not become, but it's, it's perhaps a bit of a taboo topic that people don't mm-hmm. necessarily want to talk about it. It's it's kind of swept under the carpet a little bit, but it, mm-hmm. it needs to be. It, yeah. You know, it can, it can just be seen as as an opportunity for everyone. You know, even yeah. if, if you just uh, if as of many, uh, you know, I know the vast majority of property management uh, companies, owners out there, they're we're good people, you know, and we, yeah. we but there is an assumption we kind of we assume that our guests will know that we're good people. But, you know, there's people out there who don't assume and they need to they need to know they need to uh, they need to feel a bit of love. And I think this is one way to do that. And just opening, as you say, a holistic conversation, just opening the door to conversation and uh, and to knowledge. I think that's uh, that's an important thing. There's so much there's so much knowledge to be had, and there, and there's you know coming as coming as a as a as a white man in a in a predominantly um, older money. Um, it's here in the U.S. Older money, you know, predominantly white-run businesses. Like I reached out to Mateo and said, "Like, how do we talk about this? I don't know what we're doing. I'm I like and and just being being okay to ask questions. It's, mm-hmm. it's there's nothing wrong with it. And as long as you have a good relationship with someone, you're not coming off ignorant. Mm-hmm. You know, you know. I'm sure that there's plenty of things that I've said and, and Mateo possibly has rolled his eyes and things that I said early on. That you know, I'm okay to learn." 
you know, and, and I'm, I'm, I'd, I'd, I want to make myself uncomfortable. Um, and I think that if everyone is okay with making themselves uncomfortable for a moment, they're going to find themselves becoming more comfortable and they're going to really, you know, you know, open up like, and you know, maybe they didn't even realize that there was some prejudice. Maybe they had no idea. Maybe, you know, there, there's a lot of different things that are, that are out there and just where you brought how you're brought up, where you're from, like, you know, are you from a rural area? Are you from an urban area? There's so many different things that, you know, are just kind of embedded into the fabric of our, our lives. I sound like days of our lives, the fabric. Of, um, but you understand what I'm saying. It's, I think there's, there's a ton of things that if you are open to ask questions and you're open to understand and hear, and hear everyone's story. It's going to make you a better person um, on the, the diversity front, and but it's also going to make you a better, a better human, and it's going to make you a better business person. Like there's so much, there's so much that, that we're, we're just scratching the surface here, um, and it's you know we can go on forever, um, and and it should it should go on forever. You know that you've hit the nail on the head there, John. There's there's in terms of questions, let's ask questions. Look, nobody is going to know what it's like for all of for everyone out there how difficult life can be i will never understand what it's like to be a, a woman who faces discrimination you right. know or being part of the lgbtq community or right. uh, someone with accessibility needs or someone of a particular religion i'll never understand that we all just have our own experience and that's we we adapt our opinions based on those experience experiences um, but I think it's the openness to explore, uh, you know, and that's certainly in terms of the whole book direct movement. It's just knowing that there are, are there are other ways of thinking out there. And I think just embracing those other thoughts and saying, OK, well, it's that. Yeah, that's for me or that's not for me, but at least opening the door um, to to the to the uh, to the possibilities of, uh, of, of certain you know, ways of thinking. Absolutely. Let's bring this back to the book direct movement. Let's bring it back to, to Damien here. Um, mm -hmm. You know, t talk to us about, you know, what's next for, for, for you, you know, where, where, where does this go from here? You, you just came off of like a, another, your third conference, you know, where, you know, where, where do you see the, you know, the rest of 2021 going into 2022 and you know, wh what's next, man? I am having a break. That's what's next. <laughs> I am uh, actually this weekend. I'm seeing some friends that I haven't seen for two years and we are going away a boys trip and I can't wait. No. Uh, no. But no. I, yeah, we, we've got some exciting plans coming for 2022. Um, and we, yeah, we, we've got um, a couple of things in the pipeline which uh, are, are yet to be announced but um they they might involve something in the u.s next year so uh which is Good. kind of exciting nice so, uh, we, you guys will nice. be uh, you heard it here first you first yeah but that's no fun we want to go over there like we also want to go over there too come on man no we're happy to have you man be, be i can't wait to hear about that well, yeah. So that's I, I see, we see big, uh, big growth in the US, especially. Um, you know, one one thing that amazes me with the the book direct movement, um, and it's something when I started on this road two years ago, I had just assumed that uh, you guys in the US were just way ahead of us because you know the 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 the, the industry has generally developed faster in the US and North America mm -hmm. than it has in Europe. You know, over the years. However, with direct bookings, it's so the opposite. Uh, like in, in Europe, you know, we win hands down in terms of how we've, we've grown our direct bookings, over, certainly over the last two years. Um, and I think, you know, in the US, it's, it's, it's a really exciting opportunity for me and our team just to, to potentially put on a conference there and invite people and, uh, you know, and perhaps even have one day dedicated to those who are starting totally from scratch who need mm. to know, you know how to put a website together, how to even start to consider which social media platform should I, you know, should I consider? Um, mm. how, what things should I even leave till later on? You know, SEO being one of them, leave that right. till later on. You know, what, where should I, what free things can I use? What, what paid things, et cetera, et cetera. So I think there's, there's big potential growth for, for our movement in, in the US and, and I'm, I'm pretty excited about that. I'm excited for you. And I'm excited yeah, for, yeah. for those, the, those here that want to participate in something like that. I know that, um, you know, I, I, 
I will be there. <laughs> um, so that's that. That's Absolutely. pretty exciting. Yeah, sure. <laughs> we're, we're okay. Um, the I, that that's awesome. I mean, do you have any like personal things you want to go ahead and and leave our audience with today? I and mean, we have a couple things we want to wrap up with here. But you know, do you have anything personal, like words of wisdom, Damien? We're gonna make you. We're gonna start making all of our guests like give like the quotes that motivate their lives at the end, and like what you want to share and it, we, inspiring word of the of the week that you can leave <laughs> us with for the industry. Wow, this question. Uh, you know, I think one of the things that one of our panelists said recently is just be kind, and I really like that. It's such a simple uh, idea, and I. But I think I've. I generally find, you know, I try to be as transparent with people as possible, you know, kind of what you see is what you get. But I also, I don't play games. I don't try to be greedy or anything like that. I just generally try to be kind to people and just be, you know, a friendly guy. And I think if, if uh, you know, perhaps more of us were like that, then the world might be a better place. So I'm not saying be like me, but I'm just saying be kind. So uh, I'm definitely not kind, saying be like me. Okay. Hey, that's all right. That's all right. fine. That's I love right. it. If you're kind, because it, it, it fits right in with the movement. It's something simple that everybody can do that will have long lasting and great effect in the positive column for you and your business. So well said. Thank you. <laughs> we we didn't script that at all either. So you totally put me on the spot with that. No, I, <laughs> we, hey, for those of you that have been listening week over week, they all know that none of this is ever scripted. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's no way in hell that this show can be scripted. <laughs> yeah. They go, what? That was scripted. <laughs> um, no, it, Damien, it's been awesome having you on. It's been awesome to get to know you. You know, I didn't, I didn't have that previous relationship like Mateo had. It's, it's been great getting to know you. Uh, thank you so much for joining us um, for, I, I let these two know, and, and I, I put a little announcement out on, on LinkedIn. Um, this is my last week with, with TravelNet Solutions and Track. Um, actually, at Ver- on Saturday is my official first day at Hopper. Um, so I got hired wow. to uh, – thank you. Thank you. I, I got hired as a market manager for them to help build out the uh, their home side of, of things here in the U.S. So I, I'm working with uh, Danny DeHaas um, um, in, in Spain. Yep. Um, yep. previously at Reynolds United and, um, he hired me and the team there and we're going to, we're building out teams and we're, we're really building out the, um, the, the home side of the, the vacation rental side, you know, currently it is, you know, flights and hotels and cars and auto, you know, but where homes should be coming, uh, soon, I think November, I mean, it's, we're going to start having some inventory and it's going to, it's going to grow fast. We're, I'm super excited to be on this team and on the ground floor, helping build this. So, uh, yeah, so that's my news. Um, change at staying in this space, but but changing changing homes. Um, and Vermin next week, it's it's right yeah. here. I can't wait. Yeah, uh, I'm looking. Yeah, we're looking forward to that. Uh, it's uh, I think it's going to be a good one. Um, kind of exciting, you know, rolling into I think what is going to be um, optimistically a, a, a great year. I, I'm, I'm ready. Uh, I think just like everyone else is, is to get open, get back, get at it, um, you know, in a safe, productive way. And, you know, Varma is going to be great for that. Uh, excited to see everyone that's going to be coming out. Um, looking forward to uh, just having great conversations, learning a lot. And, you know, we've been doing a lot of work. And I think, I mean, something you said earlier, you know, um, and I think we've talked about a couple of times, John, on the podcast is, you know, people didn't just sit on their hand, you know, over the past year and a half, two years, you know, people sat down. Uh, they got strategic. Um, and so, you know, I'm, I'm really looking forward to reengaging with a lot of people, you know, finding out, hey, what's what's different, what's new, where people are at. And uh, hey, I think the the growth coming out of this year is going to be tremendous. So that's where I'm sticking my hat. And, uh, you know, I'm standing behind that and, you know, excited to, to get more work done. Cause, uh, we still got a long way to go on a lot of things, but that's exciting. And, yeah. Looking forward to more great conversations, which I'm sure will be coming soon. Yeah, and uh, we're going to knock out uh, two or three um, live, uh, you know, no BS short term rental podcasts at Verma. Um, yep. So, you know, as we came out of Darm with Steve Milo, shout out to Steve Milo with that, that great yep. conversation. Um, we're going to kind of come out of Verma with two or three 
Um, we're going to knock out and record there in live and in person. Um, so those will be coming out the next few weeks. Um, if you are not subscribed and you're not watching the videos, if watch the videos, give it a like. We're on all the podcast channels. Share with your friends. Let us know. Um, this episode, you know, they, they drop every Thursday. Um, help us help us grow. We're, we're excited to be doing what we're doing and keeping able to put this uh, this content out. And uh, without you, we are we're nothing. So uh, yeah, truly, it's all about all about the audience. Damien, thank you so much, man. Appreciate you. Thank you, guys. Honestly, really and uh, if you just good, you know what? Just get to getting to know friends properly. If anything, yeah. that that was achieved. So uh, I really enjoyed the chat. Awesome.